Hello, STEM Nation. Jeff here, and welcome to episode number 52 of STEM on Fire, where we interview practicing professionals in the area of science, technology, engineering, and math to help guide students interested in STEM careers. If you like what you hear, please share it with a friend. Now let's get fired up today with our guest, Will, and I hope our chat will help ignite your passion towards a STEM career. Will Knox earned a Bachelor of Science in both Physics and Electrical Engineering from the University of Wisconsin-Platteville in 2013 and is currently a power engineer at Extreme Engineering designing power supplies for embedded computers. Welcome to the show, Will. Fill in any gaps and share a bit of your personal life. Uh, thanks, Jeff. Yeah, I grew up in Platteville and went to college in Platteville as well. Uh, now I live in the Madison area and enjoy sailing on all the lakes in the summer. Yep, I'm with you on the sailing. I enjoy sailing as well. I do a little bit of sailing on Lake Michigan at the Sailing Center and uh, try to get down to the BVIs as much as possible. So, Will, let's dig right in here. You've got an electrical engineering degree and an engineering physics degree. Why did you go for both electrical engineering and engineering physics? Well, I started out as a chemistry major and got a little bit into that and realized I didn't like it that much. And then I just kind of started taking whatever classes I liked and was out at a bar with a friend and I was telling him, yeah, I don't really know what major I want to go with. And he said, well, if you're taking applied mechanics, then you're an engineering physics major. And I said, okay, all right. And then I started taking uh, engineering physics classes as well as electrical and mechanical engineering classes. And I enjoyed the electrical classes more, so I took more of them. And then the January before my last semester, I actually looked at all the credits I had and all the classes I'd taken. And it turned out that if I did one semester of 18 credits, I could add the electrical engineering major. And so I did that, took the 18 credits, worked hard all that semester, and got the double major. Awesome. So you're you're a, a power engineer, so you're designing power supplies for basically embedded computers. Could you describe what that's like? Yeah, so I work for Extreme Engineering Solutions, and we have uh, customers in the aerospace, mostly aerospace industry. And then we have project managers who manage sort of, so like if some aerospace company wants an Intel computer, they'll talk to a project manager. And then the project manager will tell me, they'll say, hey, Will, I have this FPGA and this processor and all this memory design the power supplies. And so I work with a project manager to um, figure out what power supplies we want to put on the board and then do all the analog design, all the math and the simulations, and then put together some schematics. And then the project manager takes those schematics and puts them on the uh, schematic for the computer board and sort of integrates it all together. And then we have a PCB team to make the layout and then send it to our contract manufacturer and assembler. And then we have a computer. So what's, what is one area that really has you fired up in the area of power supplies or embedded computer or just engineering in general? Um, I like the analog design aspect of it. There's a lot of very strange, interesting quirks about analog design. And there's a lot of interesting math that you get to do with regards to keeping a power supply stable. So yeah, that's I like the... Uh, the analog design aspect of it. So for STEM Nation, so these are maybe juniors and seniors in high school and maybe some practicing professionals as well. But when you say analog design, what are you comparing it to? To like digital design or what other types of designs are there? We basically do analog design and digital design, and that's the hardware side of things. Um, and then there's also, also software as well. Analog design is, you know, you have a continuously varying signal. It could be 1 volt or 1.2 volts or anything in between there. You have to work with physics and do a lot of interesting math. And you, have, you also have to work with sort of the limitations of the materials that you're working with. That's really, I, I don't know why I like it, but I do. So thanks for that, Will. And and we're going to delve right into getting through college, right? Because getting through college can be very challenging. You come out of high school, things are very, very structured. 
you know, teachers are telling you what to do. You know exactly what needs to be done. You get it done and you just keep, you know, rinse and repeat going through going through high school. But it, getting into college can be a lot more challenging. Getting through college can be very, very challenging. And one of the reasons that I wanted to bring Will onto this podcast is he's got a story that I think will resonate with a lot of people out there. Um, people struggle with depression and Will... You know, he struggled with depression in college, and we're going to delve into that a little bit. So thank you very much, Will, for, for helping out STEM Nation in this area, and, and let's let's get right into it. So, Will, could you describe what happened when you went from high school into college and, and the progression through that? Sure. So I graduated high school and didn't really know what I wanted to do. I had applied to AmeriCorps, which is a 10-month community service program, didn't get into that. And so I applied to college and didn't really have any particular goal in mind. I just went to college to learn things and and be in college because that's what you're supposed to do after you graduate high school. And so about halfway through, I gradually uh, stopped going to classes. And basically for the last half of the semester, I didn't go to a single class and of course failed out. Um, But fortunately, I had gotten into AmeriCorps uh, for January, starting in January um, after that first semester. And so I spent 10 months with a bunch of amazing people who were fired up about community service and helping people and being good to each other. And so that, that environment helped me quite a bit to sort of grow out of high school. And so then I came back the next spring and went to classes the whole semester, uh, took pretty much the same classes and graduate and, uh, got a 4.0 GPA that semester. Still didn't really know what I wanted to do though. And so gradually, I became less interested in college, and a few semesters later, I again stopped going to class for a couple of weeks before my parents and some teachers were you know, calling me and emailing me, worried about me. And actually, a friend of mine advised me to go to the counseling services on campus. And so I went there, and he sort of helped me get back on my feet and get some incomplete uh, classes to, fig- to finish out um, in the summer. And so then that pattern sort of repeated a couple times until just before the last two years of college, I worked with my advisor to develop a plan. And by that time, I had chosen a major, actually. And so we had this plan of which classes to take, which semesters, and then I'll graduate and have a degree. And so having that goal really helped me focus on what I was doing and staying in classes and uh, doing all the homework and and the projects. So I'll say, Will, it sounds like when you when you come into college, you you, you do want to have a purpose, um, and and you're gonna get you're gonna get hit with a lot of homework. And like you said, if if the classes maybe aren't that interesting, and you know the the classes get a little bit boring, and you don't have a goal to get through with a certain degree, you kind of start, you know, you stop going to class. So if you know STEM Nation, if you start feeling this or seeing this you know, with yourself, Will, what's some advice that you would give them? I would say take advantage. Most college campuses have counseling services that can help you get through whatever mental health problems, or even if it's just something difficult in your life, take advantage of that. Don't be, don't be afraid to take advantage of that. By the time you're through your first semester, you'll probably have a favorite professor, um, or, well, you'll probably have an advisor actually. And so I would, I would advise getting together with them and really trying to figure out what exactly it is that you're doing in college and develop a plan and then try to follow through on that plan. And then you, you'll probably notice yourself getting less interested in that plan. And if you can notice that, if you can notice yourself withdrawing, the sooner you notice and the sooner you ask someone for help, the, the quicker you can get back on your feet. 
So STEM Nation, realize that you can go off to college. You can you can actually end up failing out of college and come back and, and figure out why you fail out of college. Get help and actually make it through college. Be successful, graduate with a good degree, and then go out into the real work world. So, Will, what are, what's some advice that you would give to STEM Nation as they transition from college into your career? Um, I would advise people to find a good mentor. That's really one thing that I struggled with early in my career. Then I actually had a bout of depression at work and uh, my manager changed. And so I went in to his office and sort of told him, you know, I'm struggling. And I was actually not, I felt, you know, I felt like I wasn't really doing much at work. And so I started talking to him and he said, yeah, well, you know, there's a lot of people around here who have struggled and we, I, I've heard that you're a good engineer and you work hard and you know what you're doing. So he really helped me work through that. And we actually set up, I would meet with him every other week and I still do actually, um, just to talk about what's going on and talk about anything that might be bothering me or figure out how to attack some project that I am you know, not confident about. So I'd say finding, finding a good mentor is extremely important. And also not being embarrassed to ask for help. That's one thing that I've really struggled with early on is I would be depressed and I would be embarrassed about being depressed and so I wouldn't get help. It's not really anything to be embarrassed about anymore. And people generally want to help you. And so asking for help um, and not being embarrassed about that is is important. Yeah, thanks for sharing that, Will. I, I mean, from what I've seen, you know, from statistics-wise, is a lot of kids suffer with depression in high school, which you didn't really have in high school with the structure, but it, but it came on in college. And so, STEM Nation, just be aware of that if you're if you get to college and you start getting depressed and you feel like you you should you're not going to go to class. Go seek the help. Go ask. Go talk to a professor. Go talk to a counselor. You can you can talk in confidence. Um, so go seek that help. Right? People are willing to help. Professors are willing to help. And even in your in your job, if if you're feeling you're not doing something, you're you're stressed out about it. Go go talk to your advisor. You know, go talk to your your manager. Uh, go talk to HR, and they're going to help you. Um, so just just be aware of that and and seek help if you need it. So. Well, we're going to take a quick pause, and we're going to thank our sponsor, Audible, who's offering a free audiobook. Head over to stemonfirebook.com. That's stemonfirebook.com to get a free audiobook of your choosing. If you decide to cancel within 30 days, there's no cost, and you keep the audiobook. And, Will, we're heading off to the lightning round. Are you ready? I am. What is the best piece of advice you've ever received? Don't forget the sunscreen. <laughs> I've... I've forgotten the sunscreen many a time in my life. I actually forgot the sunscreen a week and a half ago, and I'm still recovering, so... Don't forget the sunscreen. And what's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Being detail-oriented, almost to a fault, and really being proud to produce something that you can't find any flaws in. Now, you can take that to the extreme and you know, take a month to do something that should take you a day, but really chasing after the details and making sure you've got your I's dotted and your T's crossed. And what's your favorite internet resource or phone app and why? Stack Overflow and Google. Um, I would say probably about 80% of my job is, well, actually not my job. My job is a lot more based on uh, what I learned in college, but there is a lot of resources online that you can find. Um, and YouTube as well. There's a lot of uh, really good engineering videos on YouTube that'll help you explain uh, or help you understand concepts. Um, I actually 
just watched a lecture from India from, it looks like from the 80s, about a power supply stability concept, and it really helped explain it a lot better than I understood in college. So those are my favorites. Awesome. And what is one book you would recommend? A book I would recommend, Ender's Game, if you haven't read it, that's always good. I'm halfway through Infinite Jest and actually have been for the last five years, so (laughs) that's a good one to get into, but I should really get back into it because it's a a very interesting book. And Will, as we wrap up here, could you share a parting piece of guidance for STEM Nation and when we will say goodbye? Yeah, I mean, uh, work hard, don't be afraid to ask for help, and tell the truth. I hope you enjoyed our chat today with Will. Head over to stemonfire.com, subscribe to the email list to keep up the latest happenings, and be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player. And please share this podcast with a friend. Tune in next week when we talk with Allie, who is a mathematician with a flair for data visualization. Until next time, I hope this chat has helped ignite your passion towards a STEM career.